Hello everyone. Um, welcome back to, you want to talk about it? Um, first and foremost, uh, I am not a therapist or licensed in anything. There are, uh, these are my opinions, what I've researched myself and just my personal experiences. Uh, I've been in multiple forms of therapy since 2010, maybe earlier. And my healing journey just, you know, just, just keeps on going, you know? So, uh, yeah, just wanted to put that out there first. And, um, I'm, I'm really doing my best to just, whenever I just feel an idea or a topic come up and I start doing my own little monologue in my head to myself, like I do so many times, I'm going to really do my best to just uh, to just set my tripod up, put my phone up, because that's where I record things. I do not have any kind of fancy recording things, no. Um, this is called poor people shit. So, um, you know, just set everything up and just sit down and go, say it out loud. Stop just saying shit in your head. Um, which is also a reason why I started doing the podcast, because I wanted to get shit out more. Um, because maybe it will resonate with someone else and it always has. Someone always gets back to me about listening to something. Um, since day one of me speaking up about all of my trauma and abuse I've gone through as a child, um, and abuse I experienced as an adult after all of the fun, after all the fun childhood abuse. I was like, um, it's ready for, let's, let's put some adult abuse in there. I, f I feel like we need to like even it out. Um, so I just try to, um, to get these things out of my head and hopefully, yeah, someone resonates with it. Um, and, uh, you know, it can open something up in their own mind and, uh, and they can start their healing process. They can start their healing journey. Mm, it's going to be so much pain and agony, but it's going to be great. I swear it's going to be so much fun. <laughs> oh my God. Um, anyone that started therapy on their childhood traumas knows how much fun it is, guys. Yeah. That shit is like so much fun. It's like so much crying and like flashbacks. And then you have to deal with your triggers and you're just like, oh my god, um, I would rather do this than anything else. Wow. So much fun. I can't emphasize that enough. Wow. So today, um, tonight, whatever, like five seconds ago, I was like, oh my god, Halloween is coming up. And then I was like, oh my god, let's like flash through my entire childhood of like Halloween and all that stuff and why are you obsessed with it and why do you love scary shit and why do you love costumes and why did that become like your obsession in life and then I was like set your shit up and talk about that on your goddamn podcast god damn it and so that's what I'm doing and uh yeah I grew up in an religious fanatic household my dad was is um, as far as I know, a uh, religious fanatic. If you don't know about them, <laughs> it's a living hell, pun intended. Yeah, it's not even funny anymore. Uh, 
So, Halloween was the devil's holiday. And I was just like, look, bitch, we're poor. You don't give me any nice things. I want some goddamn free candy. So, devil or not, like, I want some fucking candy. So, that's all I was interested in when I was a child and I heard about Halloween. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's kind of the thing kids are going for. You know, I, you know, it's kind of a candy holiday. No one gives a fuck about the devil. I'm pretty sure that's the one day a year people are like, I'm not even going to talk to you. I'm here for the candy. Like, I don't have time. Devil, like, fuck off. I want free candy. Oh my God. It's one day a year I can get free candy. So it was always so confusing when he would bring up that stuff. It was like, um, you're missing the point, bro. I'm going to say free candy in this podcast probably so many times. But yeah, I'm just like looking at him trying to spout insanity and as a child I'm like under 10 years old um I'm just like no free candy bro what is he not getting about the free candy did he not hear that there's free candy like bitch I'm a child I know you're poor as shit because you don't fucking work a job because you're a deadbeat I know this shit I need some free candy so I can try to like live my childhood life like just a little bit you know, in between, like, the beatings and molestations and stuff like that, you know, just, like, I mean, I just feel like it's not that much to ask for, but apparently it was, so, I remember the first Halloween where I got to go trick-or-treating, um, and it was, let's see, I, timelines are so trippy when you've been through severe, really severe abuse like I have um I'm pretty sure it was after the divorce my parents divorced because I don't yeah it was after my parents got divorced I actually remember Halloween before that when my older brothers I think like two of them someone put together some sort of an escape or whatever and they snuck out to go trick-or-treating and I remember it was super hush-hush and I was super fucking mad and jealous because I wanted fucking free candy and um that was the first one and I remember that was that was actually when we were well we were always homeless but like so we were living uh at my grandma's house my mom's mom and sleeping on the floor and you know just like fun homeless people stuff Um, and yeah, I was so fucking mad. I I just want a free candy, motherfucker. God damn it. And, and then when I finally got to go trick-or-treating, probably, I don't know, the next year, two years later or something. Um, oh my God. I, I, I actually barely, I barely remember it. I just remember being like so ridiculously excited of like, freedom and I could dress up however I wanted I remember we got to dress up at school and super poor so if you you grew up really poor with homemade costumes I'm talking like we don't have any money to buy crafts for homemade costumes like you have to figure that shit out with stuff around the house um I remember uh unfortunately then obviously it was cultural appropriation and I didn't know that as a child obviously um but uh, I dress up as a Native American, went to school like that, 
Um, and I think back and I'm like, oh God, yes, that was so like, I mean, I look at it and I'm like, yeah, that was probably super fucking insulting to them. Um, the, the only thing that was like redeeming was the fact that I was a child and I didn't fucking know. And I just thought Native Americans were like so cool. And so I wanted to dress up as them. And my, I remember my mom taking a rug and this is more so for, like, you know, the fact of, like, how poor we were and how just, like, how embarrassing, like, so much stuff was. But at the same time, I don't remember really feeling embarrassed in this particular thing because I was just so excited. I got to dress up. I got to, like, have, like, dressing up was freedom. Oh, my God. And so I I remember my mom taking a rug. And no, this wasn't, like, a nice, like, thin rug, like that you like drape around the house. This was like housing carpet, like the really thick ass carpet that you put on the fucking floors of your house, like that you staple in, like that's, that's what she wrapped over me. Like she just put a hole in the middle of it and slapped on a slab of it and put a belt around my waist, put a headband on and put like braided my hair because I had ridiculously like three feet of long hair like for so many years um because we couldn't afford haircuts and like whatever the the boys got buzzed heads and we got um to grow your hair forever until I don't know whatever until we get divorced and then you can do something with your hair um and <laughs> oh I look back and I'm like oh dear god my god that's that that's an embarrassing fucking oh my god i feel like there's a photo of it somewhere but obviously i don't i don't have access to it or have unfortunately i don't have a lot of photos of when i was a kid one because we didn't have any money for cameras and then two um because i left my stupid family behind um and unfortunately left behind a lot of childhood stuff so, which I don't feel like I will ever see again, which is a bummer, but hey, whatever. Um, but I remember that night being kind of like a ballerina or something. I remember actually like a couple years before my parents got divorced, um, or, or some, maybe a year, I don't know. It's, it's all very hard to, to figure out the timeline, but, um, I did put together and I collected this the entire from head to toe um this ballerina outfit which my dad had previously um insulted me um by insinuating I was a whore um when I collected all the pieces and put them together um it was it was a um it was a beautiful father-daughter moment and I'll never forget it because it's burned into my uh memory so it's heavy sarcasm there if you can't tell and uh so I'd had that outfit um before and I remember going out in it and I I can't remember actually going door to door I just remember like go leaving the house and then and then I don't remember anything from there and then after that it was like it was a goal every year to go trick-or-treating like that's what I live for like every fucking year and unfortunately I only got to do it about like like from fourth fourth grade fifth grade and sixth grade I did it 
And after that, unfortunately, like everyone, you know, the kids were kind of like, we're too old to do that. And I was like, fuck you, dude. I didn't get to do this shit. I want free candy. (laughs) And that was the biggest motivation in the beginning. I was like, I want free candy, dude. I don't get shit. Like we don't get nice things. We don't get anything. So, and I really wanted candy. Candy is yummy. I love candy. I still love candy today. Oh my God. And so, and it was just boggle. It was literally Halloween was my Christmas because I actually got something. I, I got stuff and I didn't have to, it was gladly given to me. I didn't have to beg for it. I didn't have to receive something and show that I felt bad for receiving it because I was a horrible sinner and I didn't deserve it. Like on Christmas. Oh, Christmas. <laughs> the one holiday that we did, um, as a traditional religious family, which means there was just a lot of guilt and you should feel bad for existing. Um, right? That's what, that's, that's the, the basics of religion is you're a horrible person no matter what. Yeah. So, but we'll talk about Christmas on another podcast. It's all about Halloween. Lovely, awesome Halloween. Um, so actually, I really didn't get to go trick-or-treating. I got to go trick-or-treating like those three years, fourth, fifth, sixth grade. And I think I tried to in seventh grade. And it really didn't do anything. Uh, I remember one point being off with some friends in seventh grade and just kind of being confused in the middle of the night. And like, we don't know what we're doing. And I was just kind of pissed because I just wanted candy. <laughs> Guys, candy. Like, please just give me candy. I think the nicest thing you can do to me is, like, give me a bag of, like, my favorite candy. And I would be like, you know me. <laughs> and uh, and after, once I got into middle school, that's when I got into, ev- now it's like, oh, God, I need to, like, I need to make a costume. Like, every year for Halloween, it needs to be, like, this really cool costume. Like, what can I do this time? And because I started sewing when I started sewing when I was a little kid, like hand sewing. And then as I got into middle school, I rem- that's when I started learning how to um, sew on a sewing machine. Um, God, that sewing machine, learning how to sew and all that can be its own fucking podcast. My God. Um, I'm not going to. No, stay on track. Uh, <laughs> and OK, so. I started getting into clothes and altering all that kind of stuff and everything and costumes and oh god now that I think about it I'm I'm really trying to think of what my first like costumes were for Halloween and I can't think of anything right now because it's on the spot of course my memory's like bitch try and I'm like uh I am (laughs) let's see in high school let's see freshman year um I don't god I feel like I didn't really dress up I had to have dressed up I just really can't remember in high school um I'm pretty sure like you know I went to school dressed up but it wasn't I don't remember I'm not remembering anything right now like my my memory is total blank on Halloween in high school and I think it's because I didn't go trick-or-treating so I kind of just like blank on what it is and then once I like you know got into, you know, I'm an adult, I'm 18. I I left uh, my parents' place when I was 18 after graduation. I was like, later, fuck off, I hate you. Um, And uh, I got a job at Universal Studios Hollywood in the costume department. The theme 
park, not on the lower lots, which would have been really fun. Um, but, uh, there obviously it's a costume department. So everyone was really into costumes and everything. And I just like flourished. I was like, oh my God. Then it was like every year for Halloween was some sort of really fun costume thing. And so I remember I was just, I was so dirt poor. Um, actually when I started Universal Studios, I was homeless. Uh, I was fucking, I was sleeping in my car. Um, and I was showering, or I remember I showered like at a coworker's place, uh, every so often. And then was sleeping in my car with like everything I owned. And I basically, I would, I would go to, um, I would go to like this, this swap meet, um, at Jet Rags, uh, on Melrose every like Sunday morning. I think it was like, I'm talking 8 AM. They would do like a swap meet where every, every piece of fabric or a clothing piece or something was, I think like a dollar or 50 cents or something like that. And I just, Oh my God, I was digging through that shit. I was like, it was a gold mine to me because I, I, I don't think I actually went to a fabric store, like Joanne's fabric store for years because I was like, I can't afford fabric. I have to get the cheapest recycled stuff and I have to make magic happen. I have to figure out how to make things. And, um, from literal people's throwaway fabric and clothes. And it taught me a lot, but it was very stressful. Um, because it just felt like I was constantly held back, which I totally was. Um, I had so many, so many like original ideas and clothing ideas, uh, uh, like fashion, um, ideas that I really want to do. And I first, first came to LA to do fashion. And then that sunk really hard when I was like, Oh, it's competitive. Oh, you have to have money. Never mind. I don't have any of that stuff or I don't have money. So like, mm, I can't do anything. And, um, and then, yeah, so that's kind of off topic, but, um, I ended up finding like, uh, some of the things I found. Wow. Uh, I found, I also went to like, I would go to secondhand stores and I, and I would just like go to Goodwills and I would just go and find things. And, uh, I found this little girl's dress. It was like a, it looked like a flower girl dress or something like that. It was black and white and obviously it didn't fucking fit me. So I altered, I took it apart. I altered it. I added pieces to it. Um, because obviously it's a little girl's dress. I made it basically like a high waisted dress and, um, I opened up the back and I just added in a panel, like a lacy panel with like snaps on it so that it would fit me. And I had like lacy clothes and I got my very, very first wig ever. This is probably like 2009, 2010. My very first wig ever had no idea how to do wigs in any way, shape or form. I do have photos of this costume, so I should, I have to post it. Um, yes, I will post it. Um, that will be hilarious. Uh, I wore fake eyelashes. I had no fucking idea how to wear those or the fact that there's actual good eyelash glue out there as opposed to the ones that come in the package. Those are garbage. Throw those away. Don't use those. Um, that's of course what I was using then because I had no idea what makeup was or fucking anything like that. And I ha I also found these a size too small, um, 
white Mary Jane like platform shoes. Oh my god, they were so adorable. I wish I still had them, but they were way too small. And again, I had to just I had to work with what I had. And uh, I wore those with it, and I wore cute I don't know like little um, like tights or whatever, and did my makeup all cute. And I was so proud of that. And oh, I added little lace like little like little sleeves that just like hung right off my shoulder because I was like I want to cover my shoulder up and I just feel like this adds to it and everything oh my god it was so cute and I think I still have it because or I either still have it or I just threw it out because I had to get rid of a lot of stuff because I was hoarding like way too much stuff I'm like I'm never gonna use it it's just nostalgic and I have photos of it so like let it go so yeah I that was so much fun I will post a photo. Um, I also, God, I got into so much costume stuff and Halloween. Halloween is just obviously like burst into this. It's my favorite holiday. I don't celebrate any other holidays. Um, it just feels so free for me, like freeing whatever. Uh, and it, it tied in with my modeling as well because as long as I was, it was, I was in front of the camera, I got to be someone else. I got to be whoever the fuck I wanted to be. I got to be a better version of me. And obviously over time, it turned into more, oh, I really like this as like a profession one day or something like that. And um, or I'm really good at this and this is really fun. I like being able to like learn how to, how to speak through my eyes to the camera. That's so much fun for me. I'm very comfortable in front of a camera. Oh my God. And, uh, God, I say, and, uh, so much. Please don't pay attention to that. My God. <laughs> I've tried not to say so a lot as well, but I say that so much. Uh, I always start like every new sentence with like, so, and I don't know how to not start it that way. Fuck. I just need to start with a fuck. Fuck. What was my second, like, costume at University Studios. I don't remember. But I remember getting invited to like so just so many other opportunities kind of opened up with this costume thing. Um along with a lot of triggers and disappointment at the same time because I was definitely trying to I was trying to do more than I was I don't want to say than I was capable of. It's just my trauma my trauma held me back so much. I didn't know how to function normally. I didn't know what that was. I didn't know what so many things were. Um, I was also, I was, I was working with literal garbage. I had a garbage car that was falling apart every month. The sewing machine that I lugged around with me while I was homeless. Oh, and like sleeping on people's couches and renting out rooms and just oh my god I hauled around this my mom's who was it like it was like her mom's or I don't even know it was so old it was like from the fucking 70s this sewing machine weighed probably 50 fucking pounds it was out of pure metal it wasn't out of plastic it was metal fucking sewing machine it only had uh it only had I think it was zigzag stitch so it had one stitch in it. That's it. Because it was it was so busted. It worked half the time. 
and and I just I just kind of accepted that like okay like you know it was kind of like all of that stuff felt like it was a reflection of me like you're just like this sewing machine you just don't work properly and that's just how you are and it's your fault you don't work properly it's your fault you're homeless it's your fault this this and this this um you know it's your fault your car isn't working properly it's your fault you're not fixing it and it's just like what the fuck it was all these um all this trauma that was constantly around me that I didn't even see yet you know I wasn't consciously aware of it yet um well I was just trying to make cool things I was still trying to just be a kid and live out my Halloween fantasies and when I was in the costume department at Universal Studios I was like wow I can do this more than just one day a year now like this is exciting and I remember I got invited to the the Jareth Jareth masquerade ball that they still have today um which um spoiler it the guy who runs it who's the head honcho is an abuser so have fun with that um which is a huge bummer no one wants to talk about it uh cool so i've since been to um labyrinth of jareth or whatever masquerade blah blah, blah whatever it's called i don't ever know the exact title of it but uh, it's the one that's in LA and I won't go to it again because I've been to it twice and both experiences were very not fun. Uh, the costumes were amazing that everyone wore, but otherwise I was with people who were not nice, who were abusive to me, toxic, blah, blah, and I did not have a good time. Also, there's not much to do besides walk around and when I want to wear an elaborate costume, I don't want to walk around for three hours in it uh, I want to sit and like stand up for photos and then sit again <laughs> so um I'd rather just make a fancy costume and then go uh shoot in it and have a bunch of photos to like fangirl over because I love to fangirl over my own photos because you should um everyone should fan fan girl fanboy over their own photos fan over their own photos whatever um you want to use for that I was I'm forgetting words damn it um but I was invited to the masquerade ball back when I was at Universal Studios with a bunch of the other costumers and I had this really great idea I wanted to be a vampire I've always wanted to be a vampire I always always loved that the how Victorian the Victorian style vampire look um I watched interview with the vampire when I was like 10 years old, way too young to watch that movie. I was like, why is that woman being murdered? Oh God, why? Oh, this is bringing up a lot of trauma that I haven't, I, I can't deal with yet. Cause I'm still 10 years old. Um, and I just always, I was very fascinated with the whole like elegance and Victorian era and the costumes, obviously the costumes of Victorian era is so much fun. And so I kind of got an obsession with like vampires and also, you know, watching anime, Vampire D, Bloodless, Vampire D, oh my god, D, have I been obsessed with D since I was a child, holy shit, so, obviously I was like, I need to be a vampire, oh my god, I have to be a vampire, I have to, I have to, I have to have fangs, of course then, um, I didn't know anything about fangs, I didn't know how you do that, I didn't know anything about this stuff, I didn't know how the fucking world worked, so, uh, but I had this very gorgeous idea for a costume 
and I can't remember. I think I did go into a fabric store for this. Oh, I can't quite remember, but I th I think I had to have because the fabric was, I had a lot of it, um, but I got lace fabric, like black lace fabric. Um, I still have it because I'm crazy and I hold on to everything. Uh, hold on to way too much shit. Um, there's like nothing I can do with it either. It's just like there and I'm like, but maybe I could make like a glove one day. <laughs> so I'm like, I should hold on to it. Um, but I, I got that fabric and I was like, I want to make this like skin tight, like gown that has like a train. I want it to be long sleeved. And I was going to basically put like, it was almost like it was very early 2000. Um, if you think about it, because the, un the underneath, I wanted to basically just have like a tube top black, um, like dress, like a short dress, um, that just like cut, you know, right above my chest and then right below my butt. And I was like, there, that, that way I'm covered. But like, I want everyone to see the lace and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, I ended up, I ended up not going and not being able to go. I like bought the ticket at the time. It wasn't, you know, it, there wasn't printout things. You had to order them and then you had to get them in the mail. And I really don't, know what happened but there was a huge mix-up and I never got my ticket and I'm like did I even order it correctly like did I sabotage myself like I don't know what happened so I never finished the dress and I was just like whatever and I kind of like that that was a huge letdown because I felt like it again I felt like it was all my fault uh because I was just a horrible human being and God hated me and blah 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 and my dad hated me and everyone hated me so like I was just a horrible person so I deserved all these horrible things that happened it totally made sense that it didn't work out because I was a horrible person who deserved horrible things blah 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 so yeah I didn't go and then you know last year and the year before I did go so I got to do it uh, it was beautiful to look at, otherwise horrible experience with the people I was with. So, yeah, and then I found out the guy's the guy who runs it is an abuser, and I'm like, great. It's like, how can I get away from these fucking people? <laughs> like, ooh, go away, I don't like you anymore. I never did, but you made me think that I did when I was younger. Stop it. So, I just kept going, though. I just, you know, kept making costumes, kept doing stuff. I ended up uh, learning hard lessons. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, okay. I'll say this here. I was like, oh, I could probably be for the other thing, but oh well. Um, I ended up doing my first like commission piece for this woman and her dance group. Um, still is a dance group in LA. Um, and she, you know, she screwed me over. Um, I did procrastinate and I was, I was, I was almost late. I want to say almost late because like I was late to arrive at the event where they needed the costumes, but I did get the costumes on them on time so that you can go fuck yourself. Um, but it was literally still sewing like the night of the event that they needed the costumes and I was like, oh my God. Um... And then when they put the costumes on, I was like super proud of it. I have co I have photos of those as well. I made eight matching dancing costumes out of satin, 
out of fucking satin fabric. I fucking hate satin after this whole fucking stabacle. I never ever want to work with satin ever again and I don't think I... Oh, no, I did. Okay, I did once for my vampire ball gown that I did last year. But that was easy because I just draped it, so that was different. But other than that, I mean, if you, satin does not stretch. Satin is a non-stretch um, fabric that will, that you have to, um, uh, what is the word? You have to serge the ends of it, which a lot of people don't know what this means. I've had to explain, I've had to show it on your clothing pieces, on the inside of your clothing, on your seam. There's a bunch of, there's a bunch of weird, um, thread on your seam on the inside. And there's like this little flap thingy on the seam on the inside. And that is what a serger does. And it keeps your fabric from fraying. Satin frays like a motherfucker. So you have to surge every piece of it. I fucking hate Did I say how much I hate satin fabric? I don't think I did. So um, what are dancers? Dancers are flexible. Dancers do crazy moves. I use satin to make eight costumes for eight dancers. What the fuck? What the fuck? Anyways, they were gorgeous. Um, they were my original design. Thank you very much. That I basically gave to this woman for like less than $200 for eight costume pieces. Custom fitted, custom design. Yeah, she she swindled me. She screwed me over big time. Um, and then she didn't want to pay me for the rest of them because I was, quote, late, even though I got there on time. And then she decided to say that a bunch of the costumes didn't fit, blah, blah, blah. And the girls were all like, no, they were fine. Um, one of the girls even busted uh, busted the zipper right before she had to go on. And I pinned that shit to her and made it fucking work because I'm a fucking boss. And this fucking bitch of a woman was like, I'm going to take you to small claims court. Of course, I'm like 1920 at this time. I don't understand these things. You know, and there really was no evidence of our even transaction. So at this point in my life, yes, I know that I could have been like, go ahead, have fun with that. It's going to cost you more than it's going to cost anyone else to do anything. Also, you have no case. So sure, I dare you. But then I didn't know that. I was a 20-year-old who was just terrified of authority figures. And at that point, she was an authority figure threatening me. So I ended up giving her a costume custom original design pieces for probably like $150 or less. That one still hurts. So, but of course I didn't know then how to stand up for myself at all. Not like, it was not like I am now where I'll punch you in the throat. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I kept going. I kept going. Did more stuff. I made a... I still have this one too. I want to redo it. I plan on redoing it. I made... For Halloween one year. I had the gorgeous boots. I still have those as well. Um, I did... Pretty Woman. Uh, her hooker version. Of course! 
um, hello, I had to be, like, super sexual all the time to prove that, like, my sexual assault as a child was, like, no big deal. Like, I can handle any kind of sexual assault, obviously. So, uh, I mean, that's probably not why exactly I did it, but, like, I love that movie. Um, so I really wanted to be her, and I like that version, and the fabric is literally spot on. It's awesome. And I ran around, and that was actually, what, like, probably my second time wearing a wig. Uh, it was someone else's wig. Um, and I looked amazing. I looked amazing! I looked amazing. And so, and again, uh, the bottom fabric I used for her skirt, I did get it, like, a fabric store. The top piece I used from scraps that I had, so it was not the correct fabric in any way. Uh, and then... I also have a black marker mark on the front piece. Like, it's underneath the fabric, but the fabric is double-layered and it's pretty see-through. It's just, like, kind of a disaster of thing where it's like, of course nothing's going to be... Of course there's going to be something wrong with it because I'm horrible and I deserve horrible things that happen to me. And that was just always... You know, I always was... Bad things happened and it was always just like, of course, because I deserve them. So, you know. But I still kept going. And I walked all the way down. Uh, I did West Hollywood that year with people who I'm no longer friends with because they're shitty people. Uh, and just went, you know, walked all the way down. My feet were murdered after that because I went in stiletto fucking like four inch heels because I had her like stripper shoes or hooker shoes. Yeah. And I love those. And. That was fun. I have photos of that as well. I guess I have to like, I should post all these photos when I post this, but uh, <sighs> my goodness. Thinking back, I, I worked my ass off to make things out of literal like garbage because that's all I had to work with. I was obsessed with Project Runway and I, I would just get so many ideas and I just thought, wow, like, I had a couple people actually say, like, you should go on Project One Way. And I was like, no fucking way I could ever do that. I mean, I don't know anything about necessarily fashion. I just, I just have a drive in me because my life has always been life or death. I can't stop because if I stop, I'll die. And so I just always kept going, kept going, kept going, kept going, like no matter what, because that was just what I had to do and da, 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 didn't make any sense, but that's what I had to do. And let's see, what else did I, oh, I also, that same year for Halloween, I had, um, I made my friend at the time, I made his costume, he, him and his boyfriend did, uh, Jessica and Roger Rabbit, Roger and Jessica Rabbit, whatever. And so he did the whole fake boob thing um, and did this, he did a really great job of putting it all together. And I made his red sparkling dress and I made it to fit the fake boobs and everything. And God, oh God, I remember the time, my sewing room at the time was also like my room because that was with my first abusive ex and it, yeah, that was horrible. Um, I was sewing inside a room that was just a cluttered mess. Oh, the places I sewed were so horrendous. 
They were, they were not functional at all. Oh my goodness. Let's see what other Halloween shit. So like, it's just really blossomed into me. It's like, I started out in this just like, this is freedom. And then it turned into, I, I don't know what else to do. This feels right. So I'm just doing it. I don't understand it, but I'm just doing it. Um, it's a very like this subconscious just drive to just go in this direction. This seems like a good direction to go in. I don't know what it means or why, but like go here. And I just kept pursuing costumes, make more, do this. And I really liked figuring out how you put things together. I was never book smart. I couldn't remember anything that was said right to me. Uh, I still have, you know, memory problems, very severe memory problems. You know, if I, if I'm reading a book, you know, I do wander off in my head and then I, and I have to reread pages multiple times and I'm like, what the fuck am I? I just spent an hour reading the same page over and over again, which you will find, you know, a lot of people have that with, with trauma, childhood trauma fucks you up, man. It rewires your fucking brain and then it doesn't develop normally. And I know people like to be like, there's no such thing as normal. Mm, I would disagree with you on that. I believe there are parents who try their best. They mess up, but they try their best. And then I believe there are parents who beat the shit out of their kids and molest them and rape them and torture them and psychologically abuse them. So yeah, I would say there's a normal and there's a not normal. A hundred percent. Oh, let's see. So I've been making costumes for, since, you know, since I was in middle school, basically. Since before I was, well, as a preteen, I started making clothes and costumes. Uh, I even, senior year in high school, I made a girl her prom dress. She paid me for that. That was like my first ever commission. Hated that experience too. Because the next day after prom, she wanted a refund because she ripped her dress. And she said it was my fault. And when I looked at how it was ripped, because I know how things work. Um, I knew that it was her being a drunk dumbass and not my sewing skills because the fabric ripped, not my seams. Do you know how badly you got to fuck something up for the fabric to rip, but not the seams? Yeah, that's how good my sewing was. So <laughs> I was like, yeah, that wasn't me. My sewing didn't fail. Uh, the fabric did, which means you really, I don't know what you did but that wasn't me and she got mad I was like yeah that sounds about right people getting mad at me sounds about right oh my goodness I, I feel like I'm just of course I'm like forgetting all of my Halloween costumes because I'm trying to remember them that's how that works fun times um, I've definitely I definitely have so many more costume ideas especially for Halloween that I'm so excited to do and I really feel now I I feel like I'm I have the mental capacity to really do them properly 
uh, I'm just trying to deal with my chronic pain now. That seems to be the biggest setback. And and still money. Oh, money. Hmm. You're a fuckface. Uh, but that has to do with capitalism and how the system is rigged against all of us. And we're not going to go into that. <laughs> hmm. But Halloween really did start it all. So thanks, Dad, for hating it so much that I loved it so much. Yeah. I'm going to try to think of any other significant times before um, I let you guys go. There is... So I still, I still really want to go trick-or-treating. And I wish it was, I wish it, I, I think because I live in LA, it's a city. It's a little harder to do it. Uh, because most like, you know, neighborhoods or this or that, like they do a lot of trick-or-treating like in the malls now to keep kids safe because everyone's a fucking psycho now. Well, they've always been psychos, but like now we just see them all the time on the news and recordings. So I really want to, I just, I just want to fulfill my little girl's dream of just, of going trick-or-treating and getting free candy. And it does, oh, it gets to me. I still feel like, um, like there's freedom there, you know, with, Which is like going trick-or-treating and just saying those, ugh, saying the magic words. <laughs> you know, trick-or-treat and then it seems like just a miracle to me, like the nicest thing. And just for that to still, for that to come up that hard on me right now, like, if you can't tell I'm crying, uh, I'm crying. And, um, yeah, now I know. I'm like, I gotta go trick-or-treating. I gotta do it. I'm obviously not this year because of COVID, but, like, it's really something that I need to give to my little girl. And I already know how I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I want to go as a traditional, I want to go as a sheet ghost. I really, like, but I want to do it, like, you know, I want it to look good. But I really, really want to do a sheet ghost so bad. Because then also I can hide better, you know? Like, no one can call me out and be like, are you, well, you're like a full adult. It's like, dude, I was 5'6 in middle school, so, like, I'm 5'6 now. Hi, I can, like, do that. Um... So, oh, I want to do that so bad. But I also don't want to go alone. I always, I always wanted to have a group of friends to go trick-or-treating with. That was, like, a big thing, too. So, when when my friends in middle school were like, we don't want to do this anymore, that, like, broke my heart. I was like, what? This is, like, my only freedom. This is all I have. Like, give me this one thing once a year. But, you know, they don't know that. I didn't even know that then, so... I'll get to do it one day. I will make it happen. I always make it happen. 
no matter what, keep focusing on that one thing that gives you life. It gives you freedom, some little bit of it, even if it's really hard to do. Even if you're working with a shitty 50 pound janky sewing machine that only does one type of stitch that barely works half the time. <laughs> with thread from the garbage and <laughs> hand-me-down fabrics at a swap meet that are thrown on the ground that you have to pay for. Um, just keep going. For you. Always for you. But now I get to make some of my Halloween dreams come true. Got to be a vampire last year for the first time. My ball gown. And I was so shy. I'm never shy. I'm not a shy person. And I was... I was very self-conscious and I was shy and, you know, it was definitely the little kid in me going, oh my God, I'm, I'm the person I will, I've always wanted to be right now. I've wanted to be this vampire, elegant person. And for the first time, people were taking photos of me and I felt self-conscious. I was like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. Like, ah, and I was just so nervous. I was making a dream come true and I didn't really know how to live in the moment and feel it. I was also with shitty people, so that didn't help. <laughs> so I hope this year I can shoot that costume because I, I really want to. I would love to relive that and just really get some photos in it. That would be amazing. So, oh, Halloween, how I love you. I wish you were all year round. But again, now with cosplay, I can do that. It's pretty freaking cool. Although I really love scary stuff more than anything. But whatever. So, yes. That is my time. Look at how long I talked. Just for Halloween. Fucking love you, Halloween. <laughs> Alright, so. I think I did a good job. I did a good job. Good job, me. I think we all need to fucking tell ourselves that every so often to remind ourselves that we are not garbage because some piece of shit decided that they hated themselves so much that they told their own child that they were garbage. Or, you know, the neighbor's kid or whoever was a shithead to you as a child. Um, and if not, that's awesome. Fuck yeah. Uh, you know, if you weren't abused as a child, yes. Now go help people who were abused as children because we're hurting and we need fucking help <laughs> we need all the help so i hope you guys got something out of this i hope you laughed i feel like i should say i hope you cried but that just feels like it just goes with that saying so not really but if it was healing i hope you cried and i hope it was good and i hope you feel better because there's nothing wrong with crying it's very healing so I love you all, and I hope you are all safe next time. Bye.